Hello, and welcome to Bitten by Radioactive Podcast, where we give powers to a name, where we build a superhero from scratch from random name generators on the internet. My name is Dean McKnight, and I'm the one playing with the pipe cleaners today. I'm going to twist these bad boys up into, like, a vaguely human shape. Perhaps I'll give them a superpower. Perhaps I'll give them a, uh, a narrative arc. Perhaps I will give them um, supporting characters that will emphasize and de-emphasize certain characteristics about them who knows that's the joy of listening so um come along with me and my two very very good friends jade Zarson and joshua randall hello do you do you want some pipe cleaners what color do you want oh god who let you into the craft box <laughs> this entire podcast is my craft box we've got pipe cleaners we got we got a uh, glitter We've got like those uh, those beads that you kind of have to like really push into like that weird grid thing. Oh, what the ones that you the iron? Have you got the ironing beads? Those ones. Yeah, we've got the ironing. We got some stickle bricks as well. Oh. oh my god. I don't know about you guys, but did you ever have like a little existential crisis realizing like just how bad the environment shit like glitter is? Um, well, well, I I I do now, Jade. <laughs> oh, sorry, I ruined the glitter fun. Did you ever think about how all your favorite toys were plastic and they're still <laughs> no. cutting now? Jeez, I mean, yeah, it's. I, I, I don't, you don't want to be playing with like wood toys though. Like they're sharp, uh, splinters as well. Like kids chew on them and they have splinters in their mouths. Um, like oh God. But but you never once got a splinter from that like red and yellow, uh, truck thing that everyone seemed to have. That little car. The little tykes. Uh, the little, little tykes car. No, those car. are specifically made to injure like tall dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Precisely at like ankle height. Yes. When I was growing up, my when I was growing up, my aunt genuinely had a room called the Lego room in her house. Keep in mind she had six boys between the ages of like one to ten oh, at one point. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and it was genuinely like the entire floor was Lego as far as the <laughs> eye could see. Just an entire <laughs> obstacle course of Lego. Oh my goodness. That's just getting ready for that uh, home alone. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to the uh, the playroom. Welcome to the, the crafts room, Tadkington. <laughs> Hello. Welcome. How are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing very well. I'm very excited to have such a, a special guest here. Uh, a, Thank a you. new creative lead on this project. Um, I mean, I'm here for the comics, but you know, uh, I used to, well, I still do once in a while. Uh, I've got a cosplay background and I am staring mm. at all of the actually plastic, but looks like fabric stuff <laughs> in my life right now. Goo. Uh, <laughs> I think if I had some pipe cleaners, it's I'm already in a Halloweeny mood. So I would absolutely oh. make a bedraggled spider from one. Uh, I feel like that's <laughs> oh, very... classic. Yeah, yeah. It's August, I've, you know, the countdown begins. Yeah, yeah. We're all counting down um, to the spookiest time of the year. Um, extra spooky this t- this year, I suppose. Um, but let, let, let's let's cheer ourselves up a little bit. So, um, so Tab, again, welcome. Um, for for those who might not be familiar with your uh, your crafty ways, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your uh, your your, your, your comics career, <laughs> your, your crafts, if you will? Uh, well, I've basically been a 
LGBT webcomic artist uh, since I was 16 is when I started putting things on the internet. I am Ooh. 30 now, um, which, yeah, <laughs> don't, don't start this young. It's bad. Samesies. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I cannot begin to unpack what that has done to me, but yeah. it means I've been around for a long time. Um, uh, you, you know your way around things, you know. I, I mean, don't just mean comics. I mean, like a lot of, a lot of other things as well. Considering <laughs> so, some of the uh, some of the comics you like to to produce as well. Oh, for mm. older people, yes. Um, <laughs> is that the segue <laughs> you were trying to desperately give to me? Because I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I'm just giving you the alley oop so you can uh, slam dunk this uh, this mm-hmm. sexy ball right into the the sexy fish nets. <laughs> is, that, is that a joke? He's trying. He's trying that. his best. <laughs> uh, yes, well, a lot of my career has been dedicated to erotica. Specifically, um, I like to describe it as stuff that falls through the cracks in the acronym of LGBT. Mm. Um, mm. Like, it's <laughs> the best acronym we got. all other attempts to make a new one that makes more sense or to use a better word to describe something that moves as quickly as lgbt and queer theory does has uh, Mm. not worked um so it's what we got Mm. On, on a related note um the the funniest fucking thing i ever heard was someone try to insult uh, the acronym by being like, yeah, well, I'm part of the A B C D E plus group, and I'm like, mate, you tried. <laughs> Way to go! And yeah, just quality burn, um, A plus. But no, I was going to say one of my all ages books uh, is called Minority Monsters, and that is about mythical beasts who. Uh, live in a place called Alphabet Soupland, so very mm. relevant <laughs> <laughs> to this. So yes. it's uh, creatures such as the uh, bisexual unicorn, um, the genderqueer mer person, and yeah, I love the, the, the genderqueer mer oh, person is you. my favourite. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing, and uh, the asexual succubus are some of the uh, ones that <laughs> I can call off my head. Yeah, um, a lot, uh, a lot of fun with that one, I guess. Yes, I genuinely, I post comics with her in and I get people telling me about how this uh, made up mythical creature doesn't work that way. I I literally, um, sometimes I'm nice to people and then the rest of the time I just post that Simpson gif of that is the joke, you know, like... (laughs) Like, way to miss the mark there, guys. Yeah, yeah. so uh, one of the reasons I've been invited on here is because uh, me and Jade are currently mid kickstartering an anthology. Um, yes. Oh, tell is... me more! <laughs> <laughs> but interesting enough, it's what um, we worked on one before, which is how we properly met a bit. Yeah. Really, uh, which is uh, Jade was one of the artists on. Uh, we did an anthology last year called Come Together which mm-hmm. was a mm. European anthology of erotic comics, which uh, when this podcast is released, I can say out loud that it was one of the finalists this year for the Prism Queer Comics um, finalists. Woo! Yeah. Uh, and 
and well deserved like mm. um <laughs> along with jade sarson's yeah. uh, cafe suada in the webcomic category so <laughs> yeah can i <laughs> tell you how, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how fucking validating it is to be doubly nominated for a queer <laughs> comics <laughs> <award>. <laughs> It's like holding two pints, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, you guys have done uh, real good. Like I, I was gonna say, um, you know, reading come together last year, and and I, I guess uh, watching Jade over the shoulder draw their comic for it, like mm. oh, oh, those them comics. Not only yeah. are they extremely mm-hmm. sexy, but they're also very stylish. Just like. A great expression of like the 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 stories they're trying to tell. Like some of them are like they have like quite a wide range of like emotional calls mm-hmm, to them as mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. uh, Jade's Jade, Jade's was all about like rivalry and how mm-hmm. that leads to the, the the very fun times. You know there was like um, you know the the overarching theme was was reunion. Um, mm. Yes, you know, I'm definitely a big a fan of anthologies having a solid. Uh, something to tie them together. Yeah. Um, mm. so, so what about this Ambrosia one? Yes, thank you. Um, so mm. Ambrosia is like a trans mask and uh, non-binary uh, anthology of erotic comics. So same mm. sort of feeling of erotica. Um, yep. And the idea actually mainly came about because during the submission phase of Come Together... Uh, we got so many uh, submissions from either people ID'd as transmasculine or just featuring characters uh, on that spectrum um, that we were mm. like, shit, we've got enough to make an entire anthology of this. <laughs> um, which, <laughs> I mean, it's not, um, it's an interesting it's nice one because have. come together, we were trying to get like a, a bit of everything in there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I think a lot of anthologies, you feel like um, you have to do that, like you're doing sort of variety. And that's kind of the point. It's nice to have a variety. It's an anthology. Um, but the idea of us, particularly in an erotic anthology, to just completely focus it uh, on that type of story, um, which means that um, this is a thing that happens in minority comics a lot, where the one representation within that has to do all of the lifting for that Mm, one minority. But Mm. the idea was sort of, if you have an anthology that's all of that, then it doesn't feel like this one story has to do all that lifting. And you can really show like... Uh, the like, depth like a, full, of... a full palette of that like, yeah. particular no, yeah. minority. Like a full banquet of ambrosia. There we mm. go. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Clever. A delicious uh, feast, one might yes. say. Yeah. Um, as of this moment, we are funded during recording. Um, mm-hmm. Congrats. Uh, so uh get to just sit back on our laurels with our laurel crowns for the rest <laughs> of uh <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> See, we have to laugh at that joke because uh, Tab made it earlier in the pre-record. <laughs> <laughs> we, made, we made a promise. It's part of the deal. Um, but yeah, c- congratulations on getting fully funded. Thank Very you. Much and deserved. thank you, Jade, for coming with me on this journey. It's yeah, definitely well. been a hell of a year for artists around the world. 
Yeah, Am- mm. Ambrose has been a fucking light in my life, though. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a big uh, deal for me that so many mm-hmm. people were just like, holy shit, I want this. In like the mm-hmm. first couple of days, we yeah. had like reached, what was it, like 40, 50%? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was incredible. That must be uh, extremely validating for, um, you know, someone of that, uh, of the LGBT community to, to, you know, see that kind of. Um, incredibly positive response so quickly yeah. as well like i mean we're definitely living in an age where like uh, internet censorship on social media um is becoming a big thing mm. it's mm. a difficult one because i'm uh for me like i feel that like human sexuality is a part of life um yes. yeah. or it's an incredibly important thing to a lot of people um, and it's interesting how we compartmentalize that, and that's mm. fine. Yeah. Um, like social media has that problem of uh, people don't want to. Basically, you just don't want to be scrolling on your phone and surprise dicks to happen. Yeah. And I understand <laughs> that. I get that. I really do. Um, I mean, that's why they crop it on Twitter. You know, that's that's why. Yeah, you, yeah, you, that's, that's why you click Twitter for a surprise. About. That's why you gotta put your username like right next to the dick because the <laughs> algorithms focus in on it. Um, but the, definitely, we are seeing a rise of just the internet is a harder place to get explicit content on, and I can't yeah. believe that's uh, <laughs> something that's a problem yeah, in twenty twenty. This year of our gay lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's only taken, what, like 30 years to really crack down on that? Whoa. But the thing oh. is, at the same time, um, there's, well, like, um, figuring out how censorship works for um, uh, people slinging sort of hate and abuse and stuff around. Mm. You see that? That's fine. Like, we, we can have that. But if, if, I, if I see one female presenting nipple... I swear to God, I'm going to explode. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. Mm. Oh, rip in peace, Tumblr. Um, so, um, does this sort of um, play into the kinds of characters that you'd like <laughs> to see in fiction at all? What a segue! Yeah, I know. I was going to use the segue. The great thing about anthologies is while I'm doing a webcomic right now, um, rip long-term webcomics, uh, <laughs> is uh, for anthologies, I get to do one-off things where I get to create characters completely from scratch and just yes. have oh, yeah. a go with mm. something different. There's yeah. nothing to get bored of because it's over before mm. you realise. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, d- I did a post today of all of the research I did into my Roman Baths comic on it. And wow, what a deep dive. It took me <laughs> an hour to write up my, <laughs> my research. Wow. I spent Goodness. days falling into Pompeii. Um, and then also being like, can I find, um, well, like the Roman Empire absolutely had people of color in it, but because all the statues are white marble, um, what um, evidence, like historical things can you find of it? And also Hollywood hasn't done many favors uh, by the fact that they only ever cast white people to play uh, Romans and things like that. Mm. Marble um, people, if you will. Yes, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> big hunt to find like sculptures or primary resources of like what 
um, people with Afro-Caribbean hair would actually do um, mm. to have it in like Roman styles and all of this kind of stuff. So a massive deep dive into what is basically <laughs> an 11 page smutty comic. But here we are. Here we are. Um, I'm a big proponent. And I'm also, I think uh, I treat the backgrounds of my work like another character um which is something that's taken me a long time uh to get <laughs> behind the idea of drawing backgrounds but now i do them i really go for them um yeah but now um yes i think i think we need to sort of uh do our own little very quick deep dive um i think mm. it's time for us to you know do what we all came here to do mm -hmm. uh tab are you ready to build a new superhero with us yes yes i have never made a superhero comic ever oh no i tell a lie i made one for about six months when i first got my greasy little hands on a how to draw manga book when <laughs> i was 14 um and made a superhero team out of me and my friends as is what everyone does and then i swiftly switched to gay comics excellent <laughs> turns out in this day and age you can have both mm. yeah that's very true um and we're gonna do it a lot better than maybe some uh, larger companies perhaps would have um or <laughs> currently can it's non-binary lad <laughs> <laughs> His pronouns are they them. <laughs> I've, got the <laughs> I've, I've got the power oh. of no genders. Oh. Sorry, it's the his pronouns are they them, which shits me off every time. Yeah, That's fucking hilarious. It. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking mess. I'm laughing at the people who would use that sentence, not yeah. pronouns as a concept, <laughs> FYI. Oh. Jade. Yes. What what what's the generator we've got today? <laughs> well, we I'm, got? I'm afraid we're going to have to come up with our own pronouns because the generator does not supply them. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I tried Tab to uh, find a pole dancing name generator. And it turns out <laughs> they are all bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> They're Pretty all awful. terrible. Um, um, a little bit of context <laughs> to this. Um, my other, my most viral thing I've ever done on the internet is uh, I teach pole fitness as something that gets me away from the desk. And during lockdown, I did a pole dancing video in my Eggman, uh, yep. Dr. Eggman <laughs> uh, cosplay. <laughs> and it's genuinely, uh, it went so viral. Um, my housemate had separate people from America send them the video <laughs> they had to record themselves in the room to prove they weren't lying that they lived with me. Hey, have you seen this? This this might be something Tab could get into. Like, well, <laughs> so uh, we we may not have a pole dancing name, uh, rip rip and peace pole dancing generators. Um, but we have what's your burlesque name, which is close uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, and this yeah. one isn't, you know, weird and trashy. It's just your first pet name and the last thing you ate. And that's your burlesque stage name. Hmm. Do we just go with whoever has the best name? Because Yeah, pretty I... much. <laughs> uh, my first pet was a Russian hamster called Dimitri. Uh, which, uh, yeah, yeah, cutie. Um, 
But the last thing I ate, oh, it was actually two marshmallows. Um, <laughs> get get my voice smooth for the podcast. You know? mm. <laughs> so, so Dimitri gonna, Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go with what I had for my second dinner, uh, which was... Uh, meatball gravy, uh, which I feel is worse. So much worse. I mean, Dimitri no, Meatball you. is also very good. Is it? No, Dimitri Marshmallow, marshmallow sounds adorable. Yeah. That that sounds way more burlesque, I think. Yeah, <laughs> if your stage name was Dimitri Meatball, you would... I can't guarantee <laughs> your success like at all. No, it's see, a different I, kind of uh, flesh show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see i was gonna say mine sounds far less like burlesque and more like a gangster name uh mm-hmm. tommy carbonara <laughs> <laughs> now considering jade and i had the same same meal just now um my first pet was a guinea pig called angel so <laughs> angel, angel carbonara <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're getting closer. Burlesque. We're getting closer to the burlesque quality. Now, now, Josh, uh, shoot for the goal. Now, I'm trying to remember. I think, I think my first one was Peter. So I think it's uh, Peter Jam Sponge. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do think that Peter Jam Sponge and Dimitri Marshmallow could go places. You yeah. know? Uh, I really <laughs> like... want to use those. Definitely. Oh, what well, do you want to do? A pair? Yes. Let's do I, it. I think. Yeah, it's tricky isn't it like um so i do have ties with the burlesque community um and there's definitely something we said about like alliteration in names Um, yes Mm. there's also an interesting thing of like it's like clown names that you can't be too you can't have the same name as other people (laughs) right yeah yeah i mean the pun Um, ones are my favorite to be honest yes yeah (laughs) I, i i need to man love (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that kind of I stuff, suppose right? that's like you know what's your drag name or something like that yeah mm. so so peter peter jam sponge yep. and dimitri marshmallow uh who who are these two they sound very hmm. soft yeah they're soft mm. mm-hmm. do you have any uh initial ideas tab at all you know you know you, you get first hand on the ball because mm, Peter and Dimitri do feel like similar ilk names. Mm. Um, yeah, very very traditional like names, mm. very like sort of s- stand up proper names. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, I guess like there's an idea of like maybe deviation or something. You know, I I hear mm. like very proper first name, very wild, vaguely sexy last name. And mm-hmm. like that, there's a story there potentially of rebellion, potentially of like going against the grain. Why do they have different surnames if they're brothers? Is my question. Is one of them mm-hmm. married? I think brother's a bit boring, isn't it? <laughs> um, yes. Like I married into I the James the Bunch second, family. Uh, yeah, the second. <laughs> well, I mean, last name in superhero doesn't mean it's your real last name. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just like. Why did I say brothers when clearly you, um, they're supposed to be boyfriends? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh. like, <laughs> Make them kiss. We, we can do that. Uh, and the names are rebelling against uh, their uh, toxic masculine homophobic roots. Um, mm-hmm. 
to be a marshmallow or a jam sponge. Uh, and that's okay. <laughs> They're embracing um, the softness. Mm. Yes, exactly. Um, wonders, like... What if they are, like... Um, maybe this world, there's, like, a, a hardness or, like, a, a coldness about it. Maybe maybe literal. Mm. Maybe these are, like, um, two soft human boys on this, mm-hmm. like, planet full of rock men or robots <laughs> or... Mm. Um, weird creatures of some sort that are just like you know sharp and uh, chilling to the touch but these mm. two lads are here to save the day and to bring a little bit of softness to this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah works yeah. works. Y- you know um, there's like a whole potentially like last son of Krypton I mean, thing going on definitely you know? the problem with this um generator having food as all of the last names uh, <laughs> means that it does create a food world almost. We uh, have or... done food worlds before and they are very uh, yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, or fridge planets. Uh, if you're going <laughs> to go for that cold hard uh, thing. Um, going against sentient fridges. Oh god, yeah. I had a horrible thought like this is an, an all masculine uh society because all the oh all the femmes have been fridged (laughs) (laughs) wow we're we're being as politically Mm -hmm. subtle as like like new yorker comic like josh josh you like cosmic kind of weird dc ass comics like what what are you thinking i need i need to pick Mm. your brain on this one (laughs) I mean, I do like the idea of the kind of fridgy planet. Mm-hmm. I just had the idea of like, um, just kind of like that overfrosted freezer. That, you know, that like that one little drawer that's always oh, the overfrost. one that's like you have to chisel away to actually get it open. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had some kind of like vision of that being at like the top of, like that's that's the uh, that's the place where you don't want to go. You know, that's where mm. that's the bad side of town. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are we living inside a fridge now? <laughs> Well, I was yeah, think- I think, I think I was the thinking. entire planet is the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or it's a subterranean level, uh, just called the fridge. Oh, um, that's ooh. good. Or that's... it's the prison. The prison is called the fridge. Oh, I like the and prison. And they're trying to rescue someone from it. Um, oh, I like the prison. But it's a metaphor. Yeah. It's a fucking metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a fucking metaphor. It's Judge Dredd style. Uh, <laughs> go through individual levels of the tower. I mean, yeah. to be honest, that's very... Oh, my God. Attack the block. What a satisfying oh. movie. Yeah. Uh, yes. Guys, uh, I, I've, heard, um, I've heard about, like, you know... Um, leaving the closet but breaking out of the fridge is like a whole different like, <laughs> level on this one they're trying to break out the fridged femmes yes <laughs> yes 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's a right. women's prison uh <laughs> okay we we've got some legs on this one now we we've mm-hmm. we, you know we, we got a yeah, like, yeah, little nugget I, here I have... Mm, I have, haven't uh, picked up my copy of Bitch Planet in a while. Uh, <laughs> mm. I wonder what they're doing lately. Yeah, I hope they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's oh. let's discuss uh-huh. what kind of powers that these heroes have in order to help them break into the the fridge. And so bust out you know fence. when you like put your hand into a marshmallow. I'm assuming mm-hmm. everyone else just goes full hand in. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, mar- of yeah, course. Yeah. 
um <laughs> how like it's all like gooey and gets stuck mm-hmm. mm. i feel like that's a interesting dynamic for a power um yeah i agree um i think or does he just leave things unpleasantly sticky um mm. I've just make make your foes feel a little bit uh, uncomfortable and you know, yeah, just that... wanting to wash their hands very quickly. I didn't mean it in a smutty way, but it went there, and I'm sorry. No, <laughs> don't be sorry. Is there a line about Peter Jam Sponge making uh, Dimitri Marshmallow feel gooey? Is there Ooh, a, uh, is there yeah, something in there? That's very cute. <laughs> I mean, like that's going to be like the 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 crux of the I comic. I feel like Peter Jam Sponge. Uh, would give good hugs. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. He is the sponge and makes you feel like the jam, you know? Unless uh, unless you hug him too hard and he starts, like, leaking out at the edges and, you know, you get a little bit <laughs> of some... But then, like, they can lick it off and it's a whole sexy no. thing, so it, it feeds back in, it, in on itself. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But anyway, um, so these... Uh, they, they have a job to do, though, so... Uh... Mm. <laughs> I guess, like... The, these these two heroes, um, you know, they do one of our favorite things, which is they have a fairly simple power set. Um, you mm. know, they 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 have the characteristics of the 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 foods, but mm. we can use that in very creative rate ways to make mm-hmm. for an entertaining comic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for example, maybe the jam gets particularly sticky. You can like stop guards in their tracks. Perhaps you can summon ants. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That—that's uh, the kind of lateral thinking we like here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, but the deeper co- in the fridge they go, the less the harder the power. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the jam gets really solid. Mm-hmm. The marshmallow is not sticky at all. It's like it mm-hmm, goes rock mm-hmm. hard. Ah, oh. mm-hmm. there's yeah. the drama. So they have mm-hmm. to, you see, the deeper they go, the like they realize, oh, we have to find a some way. I'm not sure how, but some way of getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to heat these bodies up somehow. I was, hmm. I was gonna ask, how often do you want this to break down into mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. hot intercourse? Like once a level. <laughs> once a level. <laughs> I mean. And, you know, that's how smart writing works. You have all of the plot and at least one sex scene per chapter. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen. It's <laughs> like writing fight scenes into a story. You don't just write they fight. You don't just write mm-hmm, they have mm-hmm. sex. It's the plot. It forwards yeah, yeah. the plot. Mm. It has to be part of the main narrative. Yes. Mm, mm. If uh, Yeah, I'm also of the opinion that if you have a book and it's possible to take the sex scenes out, then they're pointless. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's going to be a bit like um, there's that stupid Jason Statham movie Crank. Where he keeps on trying to find ways to kind of restart his heart that gets more and more intense. So, like, maybe at the start of the series, they're kind of just... It's just regular hotness. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, the further down we get into the fridge, you know, they're just the more and more... Kinky. Um, yeah. The, the more and more they're... Uh, not their bondage challenge. I was trying to figure out a... Mm-hmm. But, like... Yeah, they've got to do more to try and get get it sticky. Yeah, it, it, it takes more to 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 get so it up. So you're saying, as well as the food thing, they have like heat sex powers, really. Um, 
is what you're saying. Well, um, it's more well, just they've got to heat up so that their powers yeah. return to more like sticky jam, sticky marshmallow abilities again. And you know, because the colder th- they are, the more they resemble cold versions of those foods, mm. which aren't very malleable. But I suppose it may help them out at some point because I mean, like a, a hard marshmallow, I bet that hits. You know, that's oh, that's like, true. Like, like, a, like a wee bullet. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I think. Um, th- there's like a double edge, another edge to this uh, whole like sex per level thing, Jade. Because... And is that edging? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, listen, there's yeah, live another, another edge, another, edge, another yeah. edge, and that edge is edging. And we, listen, Tab, we, we can't, we can't edge. There's too many lives on the line. We have to, we have no, to, no, like I you know, go all the way. Takes less time than full climax. That's true. If it's all about staying hot. That means that at least one of them has got to just stay like, They're just, almost for the, the whole comic. whole thing, every for the level. Whole thing. <laughs> but me, oh, Some I mean, people that's, that's not a bad that, idea. Okay? Yeah, like, if they're like, oh shit, I've got to stay hot enough to keep going. And you've got to think, that's, that's the thing that's going to, that's, the, that's what's going to keep people reading, you know, it's going to be yeah. that promise that eventually, <laughs> like, it's like we're almost doing that to the readers themselves. Mm. Oh my God. Okay, so I have the perfect title for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's called Fridge. <laughs> so fridge. combination of fridge and edge. <laughs> I get um, it. It's a really dumb title, and it will make people go, "What the hell is this about?" And then they just open it, and go, "Whoa, oh, oh I see." Oh, I mean, I see. Tab, this, edge. tab, you're the, the uh, no, um, you're the creative lead on this. Do you, do you like that title? Um, uh, hmm? <laughs> too punny. But we like vid. I'm sorry. Um, no, I can't go on. I've hurt my fridge. I like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just hate it when like you've you've you know been walking and you've pulled your fridge. Oh, yeah, shame. Know, right? shame. Oh. Sorry, it's not quite. Mm, it's not, not hot enough. Not hot enough. Um, no, I, I was going to mention like um, having sex on like each of these levels also uh, brings to the fore to the uh, the audience, the reader that like how close their relationship is you're being constantly reminded of how intimate and how loving these two characters are mm. which makes the drama even more intense the further down you go because yeah they must get split up on one level surely mm. for the drama and that's that's where you can have one of those gooey lines that josh mentioned because like they could be talking to one of the prisoners it's like what what what's what's this this Peter like? And Dimitri's like, oh, it makes me feel all gooey inside. And then he starts literally getting all like gooey, and they're like, hold on, hold on, whoa, <laughs> pull yourself okay. together, literally. <laughs> okay, yeah, but what if one of the reasons they get separated is that one of them accidentally mid coitus licks a wall or floor? <laughs> <laughs> This is excellent. I think we, we got. Uh, but they're not it. actually doing. They're not very good at this whole rescuing like mm. malarkey. Um, they're trying. Oh, okay. So that, that could be how it works. So like maybe yeah, marshmallow ends up getting their tongue stuck on a wall, and that's how they get maybe captured and thrown in a cell. Yes. Uh, maybe then, yeah, yeah. Then it goes from there. That works. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it that they get to the final boss like at the end, and turns out like the femmes have already freed themselves while they're doing this completely convoluted? Yes. <laughs> just just by choice. <laughs> Spent all this time talking about how they were going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's already been done. Um, I was going to ask about 
um, what do we think the um, like the, the the main villain of this comic is like? Then we've got our heroes, we've got their um, characteristics, but what about um, what about the villain? Why why is this guy locking up all these all these? They do that. They well, put in the fridge. well, the fridge the, the fridge is controlled by uh, Angel and Tommy Carbonaro. <laughs> and and what they're just trying to make all the men oh what what if um angel and tommy carbonara um clearly they're gangsters i mean like there's no doubt about that right Mm. um but what if like they're trying to motivate all of their um all of their like gang members to like actually act and like do stuff in the world but they're all too distracted by their girlfriends. You know, it's like a mm, it's like a whole mm. play on the the fridge trope. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that anything? Please. Mm. Oh, it says something to do with the fact that um, clearly uh, the heroes of this world um, are sweeps. Um, mm. And if uh, mm. Tommy Carbonara is a savory dish, yeah. Um, <laughs> what? It's it's a tricky one. It's it's a tricky mm. one. Like, um, heroes are easy. They just gotta do good, right? Yeah. Like, you, well, I mean, that said, I mean, villains can just be bad. Yeah, but it's not better as villains but they are can just ones be that uh, you sort of agree with, but hate how they do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm, um, though, unfortunately, we're hitting like a hard ground against you know uh, the prison complex. Um, yep. And people get imprisoned for things that they shouldn't uh, be in prison for all the time. Yeah, because um, I thought we were going for originally. Um, people were imprisoned because they were. It was like a war on uh, mm. femininity, as if mm. femininity and masculinity uh, are two yeah, separate yeah. things, which they like... aren't. They're <laughs> a nope. fucking uh, yeah. spectrum. But <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I mean, we can we can we can do something with that. Um, you know, having the, these feminine traits like just locked up in general the whole time to make the. I mean, I, I guess that's the simple answer, isn't it? Like, um, these the the carbonaras wants want to have like this big butch, strong, quote unquote, masculine planet that's very toxic on the on the outside because of toxic masculinity there symbolism. Mm-hmm. Um, so they lock away all of the all these um more feminine individuals in the fridge, um, and of course our our heroes who are. Um, you know, I I'd, I'd say a nice mix of both mask and femme. Um, very very loving, very uh, considerate towards each other and their fellow person. Gotta gotta break these dudes out. Gotta break all these. Uh, okay, we're all done here. Uh, I'm gonna. That was fast. Whoa. <laughs> wrap this up with a bow. Uh, I'm gonna. To be fair, we did come up with the, the perfect one. ending. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I've run with the assumption uh, that these two boyfriends are not femmes themselves going down in, which I realise is an oversight, like uh, on my part. There, I was gonna say, like, um, a, yeah, a, yeah, a disclaimer um, that I wanted to uh, say is that, like, I would want, like, definitely for not both of them to be uh trans boys because there is a horrible prevalent like oh you're, you're soft ooh, ooh cute yeah. baby boy and it's like oh, i'm a dude like i'm a yeah. man leave me alone that kind of mm-hmm. feeling like you don't mm. 
So at least at least one of them has to be cis, I think. Or well, uh, yeah, they're both very soft. So we'd want like at least one cis soft boy, you know. Hmm. Um. I mean, I guess I guess this is a good time to ask about their general look in like potential costumes and stuff. Hmm. Um, uh, well, I was going to say before before we cycle round to that, like just yep. to clarify, I think. As they descend the levels and they get like kinkier and stuff, they can also it it can be like a descendant uh, descent into like learning more about themselves and opening up to other things that they might not have explored mm. about their gender and such. Oh, that's very cool. good. You know, because you're gonna meet that, lots uh... of femme people. They're gonna don't know about you, but every time I hang around my my femmes, they teach me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. There's something to be said, though. It is interesting to say about like um, things that show that uh, during sex you can be an act as whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that, sex is made up playtime. Yeah, um, exactly. Really, and that your gender uh, representation within sex um, can be completely different from uh, what you do uh, in the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's some really interesting stuff. Uh the uh nuance like that is often lost, I think. Yeah. Um I mean that can it's be tricky because you're exploring that through characters. Um and hmm. with characters, um especially in comics that falls into this, sometimes feels like what you're putting out there is what you see is what you get. Yeah. Hmm. So uh fine line. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, why what you said... to balance for the stupid <laughs> fucky comic we've come up with. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, right. it's, it comes mm. back to what you were saying before, where, like, you you know, if you have more queer characters in your comics, then you don't just have one queer character to be a paragon amongst, mm. you know, a whole group of straights. Mm. So, like, because this will be a comic about basically an entire prison full of people defying gender boundaries you can mm. you know explore it through a lot of lenses but yeah, yeah it is a really daft comic so that nuance would probably <laughs> get lost <laughs> no no you gotta have it all in mind like i literally right now i'm doing something called infernal relations and it's basically uh, a desk demon and an angel ambassador who keeps flirting with him mm-hmm. and it's super cute really goes back to some of like the high energy like anime romance style stuff that yeah i really enjoy really romp through and then i find myself lying awake at 2am like what do i think good is Mm. <laughs> <laughs> literally uh being like but what is sin and then there's me just like lying in my room like uh yeah <laughs> oh no yeah. Uh, so many times are my theories of the afterlife <laughs> uh. seriously though sometimes we we finish an episode of this and we'll have come up with a hero who like i don't know defeats a corporation or whatever and we're like mm. but were they were they truly a hero for for doing that actually because that corporation probably hired lots of people and now they've lost their jobs and oh god ramifications of big heroic deeds and listen listen i don't i don't know like the i don't know the answers i just write the comic okay <laughs> <laughs> comics are just right? informed about these things we're writing about jesus oh, fuck off with that come on <laughs> 
I just want to say no to capitalism. It's one of the reasons I've never dipped into superhero genres and stuff before is because I find uh, vigilantism and superhero stuff to be band-aids. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And I only really enjoy superhero comics that go into the ramifications Mm. of what stuff does. Yes. I mean, I definitely have some mixed feelings on police states and prisons right now. Yep. <laughs> you? Exploring what I thought about it um, and uh, basically letting myself <laughs> absorb what uh, better educated people think about it mm. um, right now. Um, so the question I want to ask really about this world building is like, what in theory... Do people get or benefit from um, alternative gender expression? Um, and what, in theory, uh, do people get um, from what has been millennia of misogyny? Like, what mm. what is the uh, benefit here, really? Um, and that will be whatever your villain is after. Um, yeah. Hmm. Um, Man, that is, like, one power. of the... Wi- that's like one of the wisest things that's ever been said on this uh, on this podcast, and like <laughs> now I'm gonna say something dumb and ruin it. I I do no, apologize. Right. Like, um... but like I think yeah, I think you've gone to the core of it. Like I think that's a very thoughtful way to like build a villain. Um, I was gonna mention potentially like maybe this planet because this um, the Carbonaras. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. every time we get into yeah. serious and then we say their names again and we realize this is fucking stupid. <laughs> I just want to add another layer of pun and it's awful. <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like if you were to explain it to someone and they say, oh yeah, and what, and what are the villain's names? Uh, it's uh, T- Tom, Tommy Carbonara. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you could also, if you forget about delicious Italian food for a second... <laughs> Are they um, climate change and deniers? They're carbonaras. They're like, oh. no, it's not a thing. Thank you. All right. You've, so, you've Dean, you, you had an idea. Uh, Let's get to your idea. Come on. So the villains, you know, they're locking away uh, these people who like identify very strongly with like one um, sort of element of their overall uh, identity, like this femininity of, about them. So... Um, Surely then um, that would sort of drive others in this world to potentially sort of hide who they are or pretend that they're something that they're, they're not. Like they have to pretend to be very masculine. Well, yeah, they'd, they'd perform masculinity. That would Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess that would be sort of like one of, one of like the central um, sort of defending points of this comic. One of the sort of calls to action to sort of free these people from this... Um, forced living that they have to go through where I imagine they're very deeply unhappy not being able to express themselves properly Um, and you know I'm I'm sure that is Mm, extremely relatable. Wow. There's those well those theories of things like um, uh, the um, movement of trans rights benefits everyone. Yeah. Um, Yeah. As in in societies where you have transphobia um, for example uh, women who are seen as too masculine, even if they're not trans men, hmm. yeah. clunky wording, bear with me, um, get 
shamed and um, violence towards them. Um, And in a less uh, transphobic society, theoretically, um, cisgendered women would be allowed more freedoms Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. or so as in uh, expression of different gender roles do allow uh, everyone more freedoms to just pick and choose things. Yeah. Um, It really... I mean, this is something that's the problem with. I think sometimes you want to write a villain that you understand. And I look at stuff like that and I'm just like, I don't get why people care so much. I genuinely yeah. do not yeah. fucking yeah. understand. Well, I think that the the desire is quite often to write a villain that represents a concept. And then you mm. feel like if you punch that villain, you defeat that concept. But mm. more often than mm. not, there isn't this one human representative of all evil. <laughs> <laughs> What if they just run the prison because they're paid to do it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just one link in the entire, like, mm-hmm. system, basically. Like it's, mm. it's You can have that whole, like, um, villain moment of, like, the build-up and, like, why are you mm. doing this? And it just comes down to, like, oh, well, I, I don't particularly care. I just, this is what pays well right job. now. And like, there are worse ones. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like you could, it could be even yeah. worse. Like they could even be like a product of the system. You know, these villains, mm. like, it, like they they could not even be conscious, like fully mm. of what kind of damage their actions are doing. Um, mm. They might not be uh, conscious about like the the identity crises they're causing or how, um, you know, um, sort of making people believe they're something that they're not and forcing them to do that. Just kind of ruins their ability to do a lot of things in society and like mm. ruins their ability to work I mean, and to fully relax etc etc mm. so like you know there there's... are like some mm. theories that the one of the easiest way to control people is to get them right in their sexuality mm. um and that's why it's so effective um mm. that if you make people feel shame um and specifically um so uh like the difference between guilt and shame guilt is something you've done that you can change whereas shame is uh guilt that you feel about yourself so it feels into unchangeable Mm. and people with lower self-esteems uh are easier to manipulate um because they don't stand up for themselves as much yeah um and that's sort of one of the theories about why uh things like uh uh, sodomy has been illegal uh, for so many years <laughs> uh, mm. and mm. things like that that if you get people feeling shame about themselves um, they obey easier yeah um, man like yeah I, I feel like <laughs> no like I feel like we could talk about like villain creation versus mm. society mm-hmm. and how that and, and prison villainy. as a fucking villain in and of itself mm. yeah like used to control mm. countries uh we could talk about that for for hours but um you know we 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 run a tight ship here um so um just just to remind everyone because we have been talking about villains for a long time these are two very sexy individuals named after food who go into a giant fridge prison <laughs> to break out all the feminine all the feminine individuals from two pasta-based villains. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. That's um, I didn't fi- I couldn't figure out a good time to point to mention that I I thought about an interesting idea for Jam Sponge's hair. 
Go on. <laughs> Go on. Is that that it's blonde with like a little red cap around the top to look like jam? Uh, a little cap around the top. Like a, no, like a little like band of red, like their a roots. Band of red. Oh, because I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say like their roots could be red and their. Yeah, hair kind of. Um, like a reverse Kemna from. Um, yeah, yeah. Like like my hair is like right now, which is mostly <laughs> mostly orange, and then the the black is coming back through at the roots now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I feel like they should be dressed for fridge diving. Um, so winter coats, but which like means they ass. have to strip off a lot in this. <laughs> <laughs> oh Just leave no! It on. Yeah, like, I'm like fuck. I drew this. I ain't taking it off. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, or it's all like Velcro, so and they really can just like want... it all off very quick and <laughs> <laughs> it back on. Mm-hmm. No, Jade, you know um, there's like. So a I feel like. Uh, Dimitri Marshmallow should have a big set of like moon boots, so something really like <laughs> chunky and practical. Mm. Um, but I also want to team that with some kind of like really. Uh, I'm not into like well Marshmallow Man or like Parker coats, <laughs> um, but like uh, like a big squishy collar, you know, like a big yeah. luxurious oh, yeah. femme fatale one. Um, would be fur if it wasn't made of fluffy marshmallow. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I guess colors normally white or pink. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Of course. Of course. Mm. I mean, the the food based characters Whereas kind of like jam design themselves. Sponge. I'm feeling midriff top to expose the layers of his jammy <laughs> center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, um, marshmallow can have one of those. Um, those fuzzy hats that's like it just looks like a marshmallow do you know the ones oh. i'm thinking of yeah yeah, like, yeah. Um, um i genuinely it's on my list of things to make for myself <laughs> excellent <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness um yeah. right do we have any last ideas before we uh uh lock this story up tight um before we throw it in our own lock it up like fridge. a fridge <laughs> question like, mark <laughs> like like food in my fridge um <laughs> any last things we want to mention no okay doke no. well then <laughs> uh well how about you guys anything you want to throw in no tab are you are you very happy with the the story that you've basically woven yourself over the course of very the very silly story <laughs> i mean I, I feel like part of me is like, I can uh, write stories that don't have people fucking in, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but where's the fun in that? Come on. Mm. <laughs> Come on. So, uh, I mean, if you're happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh mm. listen, we, we've got like a wacky food world. We've got like fun <laughs> designs. We've I, got I like. I really enjoy the layered prison complex. Thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I love, I actually really love stories that aren't ashamed to admit they were probably a video game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, Ones we... that truly admit to themselves that each one is a different level and there's a big boss at the end. Yep. And make no like qualms about uh, whether they're going to have that or not. Um, we we are a product yeah, of the nineties, so like yeah, <laughs> m- m- we we got Mario in these veins, we got Crash in these veins. Um, but uh, I think that's all we have time for. Uh, 
thank you so much tab for for joining us for this one um for injecting an undercurrent of philosophy and also sex into this uh delightful (laughs) pair of that's normally my job but you've come in and shown them how it's actually supposed to be done and now i'm gonna have to raise my standards thanks (laughs) or lower them to the bottom of the (laughs) right okay um, before we get into our own stuff, Tab, where can people find your uh, delicious comics on the internet? Uh, all my comics are on discordcomics.com. I bought that website before Discord bought <laughs> 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 And I've been sitting in it ever since. I wonder how many people uh, have stumbled across dis- like your stuff trying to try and look for like a Discord comic server. Back when I did it, the only thing that shared its name was a villain from the My Little Pony reboot. <laughs> <laughs> How long I've been sitting on this domain name. Oh my god. So there we go. Um, and you yep. can also find me on Twitter at Tabkinton as well. Excellent. Now, Josh, where can you find a place to review our podcast? Anywhere that you find a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, be it SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, although you can't review us on Spotify, you can share a link to the Spotify on uh, Twitter. Um, our Twitter is BBR underscore podcast. Nice. If you uh, generally interact with us in any form, we'll uh, probably stick your name into a name generator <laughs> ourselves, and uh, you can have an entire episode to, like this one. Mm. Um, if that is what you would like, you can be put in a fridge too. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be fun? Um, yeah, uh, you know we 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 post updates about new episodes. Uh, we do illustrations of, illustrations of our superheroes as well. We we uh, do. We as a show. <laughs> I mean, we, we we applaud you once we've seen them. Thank you, thank you. That's that's very true. Uh, Jade, uh, are you? Are you ready for this? <laughs> I think so. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, yeah. I, th- this has been like a, a, a chaotic but fascinating episode. Uh, Tab, thank you for bringing your energy on and uh, really shaking us by the ankles. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Oh, and I'm just gonna shake off here and say what I say at the e- at the end of every episode that you been bitten by a radioactive podcast i am dean uh that munchy munch is tasty taste mcknight Ugh. i'm jade i truly don't know what's wrong with dean today sarson <laughs> and i and i am uh, josh this episode warmed the fridges of my heart randall yes that's <laughs> the name <laughs> <laughs> oh goodbye everybody oh